Hello and welcome to Pharmacist Diaries, the podcast that reveals the secret lives of pharmacists from where their journeys began, where they are now and everything in between. In this special episode of Pharmacist Diaries, I joined my husband on his podcast, the Stay Whole Podcast. We talk about how as a family we have upped our game in terms of creating helpful and healthy lifestyle habits like waking up at 4.30am every weekday to make time for exercise, relaxation and some time for ourselves. We have been amazed at what a few weeks of consistently doing something can do for our mind and body and how much focus and direction it has brought into our lives. We put our new found way of life down to the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. More surprisingly, neither of us have finished reading the book yet. Yet the changes we have made have been profound. We talk in depth about some of these changes and how our simple mindset shift has brought new focus and energy into our lives. I discuss the future of this podcast, which has evolved at a rapid pace. And finally, we have a little announcement that we would like to share for the first time in this episode. And no, it's not what you're thinking. You can now listen to all episodes of Pharmacist Diaries on the Stay Whole website. You will also see all the show notes for each episode, links and contact details for my guests. You'll find it at www.stayhold.co.uk forward slash Pharmacist Diaries. Enjoy the episode. Enjoying the process. Putting the research in, using your brain, learning IT. I'm, I'm overusing my brain in a good way. I've never used this kind of brain power in my life i you mean must have. come on you're a pharmacist surely i know i mean i've done four eight eleven twelve years of university mm. so so you've used your brain power quite a lot then honestly <laughs> <laughs> you haven't used your brain power mm. but it's different it's a different it's type, a different of, type it's of it's, of a crea- it's more creative because you're used to you're quite you've just been in sciences so this is using that creative side of your brain and, and you know what? When I was a teenager, my favorite classes were art. And I chose it for GCSE, even though I didn't take my GCSEs because we moved. And I loved geography. I love geography. And then I also did a sewing class. I don't know what that actually comes under now that I think about it. Or was it just a class that they had? Oh, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, but you are, you are good at it. So I liked at- creative things. I think I fell into a science path because... My parents told me it was a good idea. Yeah, because you are be you me. are very creative, like with what you do with arts and crafts, and you know, painting, and you are quite quite artsy. Christmas and Christmas decorations, and yeah, so you have got that side to you. But this is something different. I think this is just creating something from scratch, you know. But it's the product is you just you talking and using your voice, and I don't know, it's, it's to me it's quite natural because it's something I've done my whole life and my, my whole my whole career has been about talking and whether it's cold calling on the phone and trying to build relationships with clients or you know to net to building you know personal training clients so it's, it, talking to my groups it's always been part of what I've done so it's just a natural extension of that but for you it must be very very strange and you're not you haven't done a lot of public speaking either so I mean not massive amounts of people classes. I mean, remember this year, well, last year when I started working at King's was the first time I had to teach 100 students. That's right. And they have a lecture theater where you're at the bottom and all the seats go down. And I walked into that room and I thought, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? This It was all new to me. 
And when I taught the paramedics in Abu Dhabi, I knew them all, even the new ones, because it's just so easy for me to make friends with people. It's just so easy because I love it. I just got to know them all, you know, where they were from in the Philippines or the Kiwis, where they were living. And to teach them, it was just like talking to my friends. But when you talk to students, it's a complete game changer because you are there to inspire them. That's your job. You're there to provide the information, but you're also there as a role model and a leader in pharmacy who will teach students to be the best version of themselves. So it's, yeah, it's a different kind of feeling, I guess. Is that enjoyable for you, taking that role on? Yeah, I love it. I had no idea I was going to love it. No idea. And I went into that classroom and that first day I had to let all the students know who I was because they've never met me before. And I thought it was only, you know, normal to explain my background and talk a bit about who I am so they can understand kind of what kind of lecturer I am. And it helps them to understand as well in terms of what they're learning about, how it relates to my job, because I'm going to talk about my job a lot in conversation. So I must have taken about 20, 25 minutes to talk about who I was. And I felt a complete different sensation of excitement in my job because I was just like I nailed it and I've got a lot to share and this is really good because I can inspire young 18 19 year olds to become amazing pharmacists using my personal experience and sharing what people can do with their lives and I've accomplished a lot in a really short space of time but I still have so much to learn but I I came out of that lecture feeling like I had really helped a few people that day and loads of people came to me at the end, wanted to ask more questions and kind of, you know, they've never met anyone who's kind of worked abroad. So they got really excited about how I was working as a pharmacist abroad. And I had pictures of Abu Dhabi on my um, PowerPoint slides. So we were looking at those and um, yeah, it was really nice. Maybe that's why I started thinking about how I can help young people. I do remember coming out of that lecture and speaking to my manager and I was just, I was pumped up. I was so excited. I was like, I love this job. I've been here a week, but I love this job already. And uh, yeah, he knows it ever since. That's how I feel. Good. Yeah, it, it is. It is an, it's quite, it's quite a, it's quite a responsibility assuming that type of role. But um, if you got to, you have to enjoy it and thrive in it. And you definitely, it's good that you have discovered that you, like doing that because mm. it's going to open up a lot more paths and a lot more opportunities for you in the future for your career you know personal personal life maybe through the podcast i don't know i mean that's you know it's it was certainly not something that was on the cards for you if you look 12 months back but um this is why i guess taking those temporary maternity covered jobs since we came back from uae has been a, it's been good for you to try and discover exactly you know what do i enjoy rather than sort of committing to something and saying actually you know i don't uh, doing it a year later and you don't actually enjoy it i mean you thought you liked well, you do like pediatrics and you know working in the, the pediatric side um so i guess figuring out whether that's something a, a permanent career path you want to pursue or actually is it the academic side is it you know keeping one foot in with the clinical side and actually focusing more on the academia and helping students to discover what's possible within the world of pharmacy and just you know as you said your experience alone is a great picture book for that so that's a great starting point i want it all this is the problem it's a good problem to have but i want to be involved in everything 
I'm too excited now. And I'm really, I'm, I'm really enjoying my work and I'm enjoying the podcast so much because I just love talking to people anyways. So it's just enjoyable for me to, yeah, discuss our jobs because we have so much in common mm. and it's fun and I get to know people and I really enjoy that. But yeah, I want it all. I want to do education because I love it and I know my personality fits working with 18 to 19 year olds we do have a lot of fun but I love pediatrics now I'm in it I just need to figure out where in pediatrics I want to go because at the moment I'm a generalist so I need to maybe focus a little bit more and now also the doing the podcast the people who I've been interviewing have really inspired me to think about research so now I'm getting involved with research and I'm going to become a tutor, hopefully, to some pharmacy students who are going to help us with the research, which will be good for me. At the same time, I love leadership. I really liked working at National Ambulance and having that freedom of creating my own role and doing things the way I want to do them and making a lot of progress. So, yeah, I love it all. It's a problem, but it's a good one. It's a good problem. Yeah. <laughs> Good problem. And there's no, there's no rush to figure any of this stuff out, right? So it's, you know, let it, uh, let it organically go wherever it's, you know, wants to go and then see what happens. Yeah. In fact, it would be nice if it slowed down just a little bit because I just have so much on my mind. But I think that's because we're both taking on a lot and we're try both trying to run, run with it quite, quite quickly because the momentum's there. But I think we just have to realize that just slowing down needs to happen now and again. But I think we'll, we'll do that if we decide to go away somewhere or whatever happens you know in the next next few weeks but yeah you're right sometimes just slowing it down a bit might uh, might be beneficial did you going back to sort of why you decided to do it do you think it was working with students and, and being in that academic environment yeah so i i mean i've been teaching lectures workshops consultation skills so lots of different ways to engage with students but i felt that their motivation was lacking and their understanding of what pharmacists do or what the pharmacy career entails. They weren't educated on that area yet or they weren't going to find out that information themselves. I really thought, you know, how can I reach out to them and help to motivate them and engage them in the university degree? And at an early age, they can start figuring out who they are you know, what kind of skills do they have in their sort of natural ability? Like, do they love talking to people? Do they love, you know, patients? Or do they, you know, some of the pharmacists might not actually like speaking to patients all the time. So yeah, it's good for them to understand these skills so they choose the right career path once they do graduate. And I thought that was a really something that I really truly believed in, that I needed to provide that information. I, I wanted to find a way of of providing that to to the younger generation and then randomly one day on the train I came up with the idea it was great and straight away I was like let's get on it let's do it so that was the, that was the motivation behind starting it in the first place yeah this was to help students and I think at the moment I mean I've been checking some of my statistics of downloads and things and I'm reaching out to students, but I'm also reaching out to really experienced pharmacists. And I kind of wasn't expecting that. Right. We spoke about that, didn't we? Yeah, it was initially it was just to help the students and help them understand the, the career path. But actually, you're getting a lot more experienced pharmacists, which is which is good. And it's a it's a welcome 
yeah, they are, because, they're actually the majority of listeners at the moment. Yeah, because it, you know, everyone uh, experience, everyone, even if you're experienced, you may want, there's no, no reason why people won't want to, not a career change, but move in a different direction. And I think this this mm. type of uh, platform that you've, you've created helps people to see, oh, actually, this is what else is out there. Or, oh, what if I did go abroad? This, you know, this, this, this could be opportunities there that might be slightly different. So, yeah, I think it's great. I think just combining those two, sides of it is, is is really interesting and having worked in recruitment for so long myself it's a resource that I think would would be useful for many many professions so yeah it's good and I'm happy because obviously this idea was just out of passion you know it was my passion project and I thought let's just give it a go you know hopefully I can reach out to all the students at King's because I actively teach them but obviously it's now the summer so I haven't really approached that many students at the moment so I just thought you know let's get the podcast out there and by the time the students get back there'll be loads of episodes for them but in the meantime all this excitement of experienced people listening and sending me messages saying that they're inspired and motivated and they've become more driven or people are actually telling me oh you know what I tried something new today at work because of listening to the podcast and so I'm really surprised at that feedback but I'm really excited about it because I'm reaching out to a much larger network and yeah just I wasn't expecting it. Well, you know, enjoy it and, and I guess just see where it uh, see embrace it and see where it goes and no expectations right like I said it's a passion project you do it for fun as soon as you stop enjoying the process and, and that, then, it, then it starts to become maybe a, a problem but I think as long as you can enjoy it and just roll with it and you know, do it at your own pace I guess as well because you're also trying to balance working a full-time job and being a mom and you know being a wife so there's a lot there's a lot to balance and me obviously having doing this as well you know, on, on my side so it's both of us doing it which is great because i think we're motivating each other and keeping each other accountable but it does take up a lot of our time and we have to be mindful of that for our, for our family as well yeah i also had i was thinking about this the other day that people keep messaging me and saying how do you do it you know how do you find the time and i and i just think how do you not have the time you know I always, I'm always like, what do you mean? You know, and I start asking them loads of questions about their schedule and I'm trying to like give them, you know, these are friends of mine, so I can do this, but, you know, I try and give them like little bits of advice as to what I might've done that could have worked, whether it was, you know, food preparation or planning menus for the week or waking up at 4.30 in the morning to exercise rather than trying to do it in the evening when you're tired and then feeling guilty when you don't do it. But people are listening to hearing that right now, just hearing 4.30 in the morning and just thinking <laughs> like, dream on, like jog on. But the, the fact the fact remains that we've, we've been doing that. It's been how long now? It's not been that long. Three weeks. Three, has it been three weeks? Okay, yeah. so three weeks we've been doing it. Uh, it's, I'm used to it. I've always woken up early. I've always been an early riser. I mean, when we lived in you know, UAE, I was waking up at that time just because of my commute. So it's not a problem for me. But getting up at that, uh, that time of morning for you might it's definitely been a, a big achievement. Um, but then actually going straight into doing uh, activity because that's what we're doing, right? We're using that time to to work out and get our movement and, and our exercise in. Yeah. I mean, back to the point that I was trying to get at was that Obviously, my, I've been messaging my friends and giving advice. And then at the same time, I thought about this Pharmacist Diaries book club on Instagram. And I thought to myself, man, I've got so many books that I've read. I could easily write for the next, you know, 20 weeks, one post a week and provide information or what I might have learned from certain books. 
Um, but even though I've obviously read those, I've got current books I'm reading at the moment. And one of them obviously is Atomic Habits. And I'm only 50 pages in. But yeah, I really love it. Um, it's a really good book to read. And some of our habits in terms of productivity have arisen from understanding the mindset and kind of changing your thought processes so that you can be more productive. And all of this in my head, I was thinking, if I can do it, why can't I kind of help other people to do the same? So this is where I started thinking about pharmacist diaries, pharmacists, their lives are really hectic, you know, they're juggling multiple things, you know, working in community pharmacy, you are literally nonstop all day. Hospital pharmacists are juggling different meetings, patients, you know, outpatients. Yeah, it's crazy. Like some of my days, I'm just like, it's just, yeah, you're running back and forth from different places. So I can imagine and understand and appreciate why people say to me, how do you do it? I can't fit anything more in my life. But actually now I'm reading this book, I'm realizing I need to get myself together because actually I can do so much more than what I'm already doing. It's time management, but it's also stripping away the fat in your life looking at for, for those that i guess for those that maybe not, don't know what we're talking about we're talking about um atomic habits by james clear do you want to explain what the premise of the book is what what it's about it's making small changes to your life and to your habits to improve yourself by one percent every day yeah we talked we spoke about this on an earlier podcast and i can't remember which one it was but we that was the tiny habits which was bj uh Fog, I believe it is. Sorry if I got that wrong. And yeah, it's a very similar concept. And we talked about you know doing push-ups after he goes to the toilet and something you know we've we've both started to do. You did the you were doing the kettle squ squats while your kettle was boiling, and I was just doing push-ups after every phone call that I I made. So it's the same sort of concept of building, doing small things, and, and just accruing you know time doing those and then building them up into habits. And yeah, we've been using quite a lot of those in our own life to help us with you know the podcast with managing our time with obviously getting up early to make sure we get movement in prioritize our workouts where you know for, for going to sleep uh making sure that we get to, to bed on time so uh, it's making those habits that you want to do easier and making the habits that you want to stop doing harder and that's something that i've tried to do with you know just the layout of the environment, making sure that, you know, the kettlebell was there. On, there's one on your side of the room. There's one on my side of the room, the mats, you know. So it's just, it's an inter very interesting. I'm not going to go into the intricacies of the book here, but I highly recommend people go out and check it out because I think it's made a huge impact. And you've only, like I said, you've only read 50 pages. I think I'm, mm. uh, I'm on Kindle, so it only tells you percentage. I think I'm 45% of the way, so nearly halfway through. And um, yeah, it's really fascinating. I mean, the main thing that I learned in the first 50 pages is about identity and really thinking about who you are and who you want to be. I mean, one of the examples is if you make your bed every morning, you would consider yourself to be a organized person because you make sure that everything is neat and tidy and kind of changing your mindset to believe you're raising eyebrows at me. Oh, I'm just <laughs> saying that once upon a time you would have classified that as OCD. Yeah, I did. I did. That's true. Everybody, I did. My mistake. This is, this is exactly, this is, I know th okay, there might be an element of that, but this is exactly for my mindset wise. This is why I've been that way. This is why, because it helps me to identify with being someone that is clean and tidy and organized. And, and, you know, so the, one of the things I was going to say is a lot of these things that we're reading in this book are great, but I've, when I look at 
I'm not perfect, but some of the things I do do well, I have been doing these things. And this stems from just, I guess, making that change a long time ago and trying to understand how do I be consistent? And the only way I could really do it is just grind it out. You know, I've said on the podcast and when I was talking to Lax about how we've just been real hard workers our whole life and just grinding. So just, just for me, that's all I knew and it's, it's worked and it's helped. So, um, there is an element of that, but yeah, it's a great concept. Just doing those small things. Yeah. The identity thing is great. And I like that as a lot because it's saying, you know, don't try to be the person you want to be. You have to believe you are the person you want to be. And, and that, you know, that making the bad example is, is a good one. You know, you are a tidy person. You're not trying to be a tidy person. There's another good example. The person who's trying to quit smoking. That's my favorite. I use that all the time. Sorry, I James. I don't know if you've copyrighted that actual, that, that, that story, but it's amazing. Go on. So I know maybe you should tell the story. So there's two people who've given up smoking all right, and they're both offered a cigarette. And one person says, no, thank you. I don't smoke. And the other person says, no, thank you. I'm trying to quit. So the person that has said, no, thank you. I don't smoke has taken the identity of a non-smoker. They believe in their own, in their mind, they believe that they are not a smoker. So no, thank you. I don't smoke is the words of someone that believes they're not a smoker. Whereas the other person who's saying, no, thank you. I am trying to quit in their head. They're still a smoker, right? They still believe they they identify as themselves as a smoker. So it's going to be harder for that person to quit. So what he says, talks about in the book is to figure out and the identity of the person you want to be and ask yourself, what would that person do? And it links back to being like having role models, this situation is think about who you want to be. And it could be someone else that you have worked with or you've lectured or, I don't know, even someone famous. But when you identify that, you know, that person as being positive or energetic or a great leader, someone who you look up to, if you start believing that you could be like that, you're more likely to become that way. And all your habits will change, like making the bed. Yeah, (laughs) If you want to, you know, if you want to, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think if you want to lose weight, for example, you know, bringing it back to, to my to my world, people want to lose weight. They have to believe and, and they have to believe and act like somebody who has, isn't, doesn't need to lose weight, right? So when they make those choices, they have to ask themselves, what would a, what would a healthy person that doesn't need to lose weight do? What would they do in this situation? Yeah, and my mum or my family and my mum particularly often says to me, she always she always laughs about it. She says, "Oh, you know, I always wonder off when I when she's serving food and I'm not there. She always thinks in her head, what would Sanjay say if he saw you know what was going on here?" And it's the same sort of concept. It's like, what would someone else do in that situation? Like, and we're talking about our our workouts and our exercise. So we're waking up in the morning at four thirty, and what's getting me out of bed? You know, the first few times was me telling myself, "What would someone who you know what would." People like Jocko Willick, if people know who that is, you know, he's some a guy that a famous guy on YouTube and Instagram, an ex soldier, but he's famous for t- doing that. And I've stolen that look. I'm no shame. I'm not credit taking credit for the picture of the watch with the time. You know, I got that from him. He's the one that uh, that, that started it, and it motivates you. But yeah, what would someone like that do in that situation? And it comes back to when we were in working when I was working in sales uh, in the recruitment days. We used we used to get told in our sales training, act as if you know, act as if when you're calling for that, that, that lead or you're calling to, to 
you know, develop a relationship with the client, acts as if you are the CEO and you're meant to be calling. You know, you've got to take on that role. And, uh, and, and it's very true when it comes to your health habits, when it comes to your uh, mental wealth habits, all of these things, right? It's, it's, it's all linked. I know, and I'm only making these discoveries in the last week or so. I've got so much to learn, but I'm going to get there. Mm. I'm determined now because I'm really excited about this book. And back to the point is that in terms of pharmacist diaries and the podcast, and I start, you know, advising my friends in some way about good habits and kind of productivity and time management, etc. And what's worked for me. Like, remember, I had a squat squat challenge <laughs> with my other two friends from university and I was you know motivating them and trying to keep them going to to continue this new habit and then I started realizing you know with the book club and kind of just thinking about positivity and stress management that we've been doing it for such a long time and I just didn't even realize that we were doing it this whole time because I was negatively perceiving myself as a not that healthy person I'm so wrong and so I started thinking that, you know, maybe I should incorporate this into Pharmacist Diaries because I don't really know where the podcast is going to grow or what aspect of Pharmacist Diaries I could, you know, expand. And obviously we have conversations day in, day out about health and wellness and you're doing your website and doing your own podcast that it would be stupid not to join forces together and think about how we can help people collaboratively, me and you. You know, I'm helping with my podcast to inspire people, for people to take, you know, career leaps and like be courageous and be positive, be enthusiastic about the profession that we're in. But everyone's very busy and, you know, they find that how can I fit anything more into my life than I already do and juggling anything from being a husband or wife and having children and a family life it's really tough so yeah I think it's something that we would be silly to neglect really from both both sides right I think certainly from the health and wellness side um, having the angle and the perspective of a medical professional within the pharmacy world you know work who's been working in hospitals and understands drugs and contraindications and the impact on uh, our health i think that's very important you know when it you know comes to stay whole and my eat live move message you know there's a, there's definitely a place for uh, pharmaceuticals right that, that, that of course that, that plays I mean, into it the general public would happily receive anything from understanding different types of vitamins you know what they do what their purpose is you know what kind of food you can eat to obviously get those vitamins into your body naturally or supplements that you might need to take for example and there's a lot the pharmacists can give in terms of public health and general education um, that can be incorporated into the eat live move you know motto yeah and that's exactly what we want is trying to get people who would normally maybe they find this information too confusing or just really simple simple play, simple way to start you know, and, you know, I've been looking very, and, and I'm doing a lot of research at the moment about the sedentary market, you know, how much sedentary lifestyle and sedentary behaviors, how much of an impact they have on our health. Um, you know, so the, the things I was reading about today, and I, I posted something on my stories about it was about how people are 
again, I've talked about this before, how they outsource their health and fitness to the gym or to a trainer or to a class and they do their class and it might be an hour a day, but then they're sitting for the rest of the day and how that can be have such a detrimental effect on your health and, and I'm looking into the science and the research behind all that. So once I've got my head around that, I will be putting some posts up about that because it's really fascinating. So it's just doing the things that, you know, we've talked, I've talked about before and, you know, we certainly talk about in our program in that just stay moving the whole day just because you've done an hour workout or the other way around people, the research I, paper I was reading today was talking about how in anticipation of exercise, you know, someone will say, Oh, I'm, I know I'm going to the gym at 6 PM tonight. So I'm, I'm okay just to sit on my backside for the, for the whole day. <laughs> yeah, that, that, ha- that effect happens as well. So yes. Yeah, so uh, we'll talk about this in, in another, in another, um, another episode, but so combining that information with the, the healthcare side the the drugs and the pharmaceutical side, I think it's going to be a good message for people and a good, and, and, the website, obviously, you're going to contribute to the blogs with yeah. some, some, some. You know, you talked about vitamins, and you know, we can talk about some medications. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, um, so we'll have so we'll have some content from you on there, and likewise for your audience with uh, Pharmacist Diaries, I can certainly help when it comes to you know just contributing some posts on wellness at work and this is something you know again we're putting together at the moment just how to stay stay moving at work even if you're in a desk job how you know, doesn't you don't have to be sat down for eight hours a day even if you can reduce your sitting by two hours a day that's going to make a huge difference and you know the other things we've talked about before taking the stairs and getting off the bus early and these are the sort of things that we'll we'll talk about but the, the, yeah that this is going to be uh, exciting for for us certainly just to create this content and put it out there it's the things that we do, right? It's the things that we do in our lives. Like, for example, taking the stairs as much as possible, making sure we get our greens in, you know, just get our movement in and not, you know, not beat ourselves up about it. So it's just the real basic things. And this is what we do. It works for us. And hopefully it will work for other people as well. But I certainly know it will work because I've seen it from a coaching perspective with, with clients. So I think there's there's going to be a benefit there for everyone. Yeah, I've seen it in myself as well. I mean, obviously we're waking up in the morning to do um, a, a relatively short, exercise and then I just ensure that I have to walk 12,000 steps per day I take all the stairs at work try not to get in the lifts even you know if I've been at the computer for 30 to 45 minutes I have a walk around the dispensary annoy the pharmacist for a while (laughs) they must actually wonder why I keep coming over but it's usually just to get some extra steps in say hello and then go back to my computer and um, I'm getting those 12,000 in easy, you know, my commute to work and kind of walking and even on my lunch breaks, I try to take a walk outside for at least half an hour to get the additional steps in and just get that fresh air and wake up after I've had lunch. So I feel really good at the end of the day that, you know, I feel I don't need to come home and kind of do too much more. There was a lot of guilt associated with, oh, I'll have a run tonight and then feeling absolutely exhausted and not having the energy to go out and do it in the evening. I mean, yes, I could definitely work on my mindset and say that I'm the type of person that exercises in the evening and hopefully that would change me. But at the same time, I feel like I've accomplished a lot in terms of moving throughout the day, not sitting at the computer all the time, taking the stairs, walking and doing a bit of exercise in the morning. But what you just said there is an exact example of what James Clear talks about in the book in that you mentioned 
there was a lot of guilt associated with coming home in the evening and then being too tired to go for a run. And this is how I convinced you to wake up at 4.30 in the morning because that's what happened, right? Is that you were struggling, we were both struggling to get our workouts in in the evening. So one of the things that, you know, James Clear talks about in the book and it's something that I've coached a, a lot in my uh, sessions in, in the past is make it easy. Um, so, you know, do it, do it at a time where you're not going to be tired, where there isn't that excuse. And I think waking up that little bit extra early, I know, okay, 4.30 might be crazy, but that's just the time that works for us. And, uh, and, and it's, and it's working at the moment. So what we've done is just, it's not an excuse. Yeah. You're going to wake up in the morning and be tired, but you know that what we do, we have that warm up. We do a little bit of a stretch. By the time we've done our stretch, it's five, you know, it's five, six minutes. If you feel good, you're awake, yeah. you're, you're ready to go. You've had a glass of water. The, we open the wind, we open the doors, we get that fresh air in and put the music on and, and off we go. And it's, it's, it's 20 minutes, right? We do a 20 minute, you know, hit star workout every single day five days a week, not every single day. And for the rest of the day, like you said, just stay moving, you know, and even me. So I'm at home and it's very difficult for me because I'm not used to being sat down for so long. So I've adopted a similar thing. So I will do my, do, do the workout together, like you said. And then after dropping Lillian after nursery, I'll go for a walk. So I'll take half and it's just half an hour, you know, it's 8.30 to nine. So my, my aim is to get back and be working by nine o'clock in the morning. And you love it because in the morning when you when you get to nine o'clock and you sit down, you feel so good that you've done some exercise, you've had a really good breakfast with your daughter and you drop her off to nursery, go for a short walk, clear your mind and boom, you're good to go. Yeah, that's the, so good. there's the other benefit. So, you know, before, before what was happening is we weren't waking up or I wasn't waking up early to do my workouts. So when she would be having breakfast, she'd often ask us, are you, you going to eat with me, daddy? And I'd be like, no, because I'm going to go out for a run and then I'm going to eat my breakfast. But now by the time I've, you know, it's her breakfast time, it's a couple, you know, it's a couple of hours since our workout and I'm ready to eat breakfast. So I sit down and we have breakfast together and we listen to the music and, you know, we're having that that time together and where she's loving listening to um, magic soul magic soul but the morning is uh, morning is magic soul in our kitchen and she uh, she asks alexa to put magic soul on and she's always like what's this song daddy and sometimes i know and sometimes i don't know so we ask alexa and she's loving it and she's en she's enjoying and engaging in music now which you've noticed as well so you know it's a hobby there's something that we've got together so this, this is you can see there's just from waking up at 4 30 morning there's there's already all these benefits and then like you said yes by the time it gets to nine o'clock i've done my workout i've had really good time with my family with my daughter we've had one-to-one -one time and we've enjoyed ourselves i've gone for that walk i've cleared my head i'd actually started doing some meditation on that walk so on that walk in the in the field next to the nursery there's a there's a bench as you climb up the hill so I just sit on the bench and then I just put my um, Calm app or um, the Uper app, which I've been using recently as well. Uh, they have a meditation section on there. So I'll put a, a short meditation on and I'll sit on the bench, you know, in the fresh air. And then, yeah, like you said, I'm, by the time I get back to my desk, I'm bang, I'm ready to go. And then throughout the day, even though I'm sat on my desk, every hour I get up, I'll move around for two minutes, I'll open the door, stretch my legs. You know, I do push-ups in between, you know, I, I was doing... My goal was to do push-ups every time I got out of my chair. Um, I'm still doing it. I'm not doing it every single time, but just, again, just trying to stay moving and, again, taking the stairs whenever I go outside. So um, getting those, I'm not getting as many steps in as I would like to, but, again, I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I agree. The other thing which has helped, which I haven't really thought about, is how we prepare the night before. So we get right. our 
yoga mats out. Make it easy. This is what I was saying. Yeah, I, I, I missed this. Sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Carry on. We get our yoga mats out, lay them down in our positions. We get our kettlebells out, put them in the right place. Um, I, I actually filled a water bottle the other Same. night. That's so the thing. We're getting the water bottles ready. The, the, I get the remote control for the TV and our, we use uh, the Apple TV's got a timer app on it. So we put that onto the screen so we can see it, we can hear it. So I put the remotes next to my desk where I'm going to be. Yeah, make it easy. So mm. it's not hard. So we don't have to wake up in the morning and it's 4.30 and then you've got to faff around and you've got, to, oh, where's my yoga mat? Where's my kettlebell? Where's the TV remote control? These are all excuses. These are all obstacles. And, and by doing that little bit of that f- that little bit of prep in 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 the night before um and and you know i go even one step further i'm ready to go in my clothes i will go to sleep in the clothes that i'm going to work out in in the morning so there's another less this yeah l- i do that too. Well, there you go so <laughs> <laughs> but the other extreme that we do is we make sure all the doors are closed so liliana doesn't wake up from the music that we're using to get that, us excited that, about the workout <laughs> that's not the extreme the extreme is bringing the kettle into the living room to make our tea to make our coffee after our workout that's the extreme and the one day i decide not to do it which was today she wakes up yeah. so clearly it's justified my decision for actually doing it. so we have to bring the the walls in this room this apartment are really thin so we bring the kettle in from the kitchen close the doors in the living room with the back door open which is the balcony and we have our coffee and we make the make the coffee inside the living room which is fine we get those extra few minutes of peace in the morning before monkey wakes up so yeah. it's good so again we're waking up after the workout i spend some time um on my notes um and i just write down what i think i have to do for the day i try not to get on social media straight away um but sometimes i have to because if it's the, if it's friday for example i have to update my blog post first thing in the morning so I, I do that but yeah it's just those those few minutes of peace have a coffee put put the uh, the lo-fi beats you know playlist on and and just relax and enjoy that moment so um that's, yeah, it's that's been all really nice yeah and that's and, and i don't feel because oh yeah, wake up four thirty again. Your body gets used to it. I don't feel overly tired in the evening, you know. But we do go to get bed s- stupidly early. But um, I don't feel exhausted. I feel ready to go to sleep. You know, I'm not. Um, I'm not struggling in the middle of the day. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. I don't know about you because you're you're out and about. But I'm, I'm no, not. I'm okay. I think I need to um, work on keeping myself more hydrated. Mm. That I, that's a new mission. Actually, you'll be really proud of me. The night before, I've been getting my clothes out ready for the next day, which I don't normally do. And it feels so good. It's weird. Because I'm just like, oh, that's one less thing I have to worry about. Make it easy. Make it easy. I've done it for two days. And it's been, yeah, a game changer. So it's good. Lots of little habits are changing. Mm. Thank you, James Clear. Mm, Good. Yeah, it's definitely making a difference. So we're going to see how long we can can keep it up for. And... um it's it's certainly helping with regards to the work that you're doing, you know, the passion projects that you're involved in. Obviously, for you, pharmacist diaries, and for me, for, for me, it's this, and just finding the time. But doing a little bit of work in the evening, do a little bit of reading. We hardly watch TV now. I mean, this is where the time is. This is where say, where do you find the time? Well, we spent you spend a lot of time watching TV, and now we rarely watch TV during the week because we're either writing or researching or, or doing something that is to you know working towards the 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 projects that we're involved in and it doesn't it doesn't feel like work in that way is that right am i I right in saying that yeah completely i mean i even told you let's get rid of our big sofa because we really don't need it because we shouldn't be watching that much tv 
and actually spending some money on amazing desks and having amazing space to work. But this is one of the other. <laughs> make, make it attractive. This is the one. This is the one of the laws. Change your yeah. environment. Change your environment. Make it attractive. So yeah, okay. Having a nice workstation, having a nice desk to sit at. You know, again, I enjoy. I've created that. Again, these are all the things I've always done, and you always wondered why I've done them. Like, oh yeah, but this this is what motivates me to get down and sit down and do my work and. And even whether it's doing my courses or doing my studying or uh, just having somewhere nice to do it makes me want to do it. And James Clear just kind of explained it in words because I've never really put it into words in that way. But that's what I've always done is to make it, you know, for me, attractive, make it easy, um, preparing the night before. And I think these are all really, really good things. And I'm glad, I'm really happy that people are, you know, just the response to this book has been great and people are really, really enjoying it and people are making changes. I just hope, I really hope and pray that people carry on and, and they see significant changes into their health or to their, to their lives because it's, um, you know, it's what's needed. Yeah. I mean, even today I had a, I had about 10 minutes until I was about to start my meeting and instead of getting on my phone, I got my book out and I read for 10 minutes. And then in another occasion in the day, I had 10 minutes and I actually just listened into a webinar that I've had saved on my list of things I need to do in order to learn. And I just put it on for 10, 15 minutes, just waited for the meeting to start. And I felt really good that I actually achieved that small amount of work because it all adds up. If you're doing 10 minutes a day, you'll get it done by the end of the week instead of waiting for that whole hour that you could have been free to listen into it. And yeah, I'm really happy and it's a good idea. So every time I get a, a short space of time, I'm going to utilize it. Yes, maximizing your time. But the thing is, you, you start to become aware of this. And this is the thing, right? Once you start working like this and work, once you start realizing is that you realize where the weight, the time is being wasted, whether it was watching tv or whether it's on instagram on social media it, you just become aware of it and then you actually start realizing oh i'm going to do this with my time and it's the same thing during the day i'm not spending that time on on other things that i would i would be either and so today it was about reading i said today this morning was turn off social media i'm not going to get on it i need to read so phone i put the phone in the bedroom i sat on the sofa with the ipad had the pdf documents open that i had to read and i just read and made notes and highlighted and then at lunchtime i allowed myself to use the phone and, and get on social media so um you know just prioritizing is, is is becoming a little bit easier for me as well and i'm noticing that which is great because it's helping me to just get all the things done that i want to get done yeah i mean this entire conversation about habit changes i mean we've given so many examples now and all of these were kind of I mean, some of them for me, I've only incorporated in the last couple of weeks and I'm seeing huge changes already and my mindset's really improving and I feel good about that. And there's no reason why we can't share that with other people to help people to realize what they need to do in order to be more productive, be more efficient, make the best out of their time and, you know, change their mindset when they tell me that they don't have enough time. They can figure it out on their own and hopefully our experiences shared with them will help them. Yeah. And this is something that we, on the, the prevention program at work, this is something we, we actually do cover with a lot of our, our, our groups is finding the time and making it easy and getting other, the support of others. So yeah, absolutely. We can help other people. And, you know, I think through 
um, the medium of this podcast, through the, the blogs and, and through social media, you know, just reaching as wide and diverse population as possible, because this information is relevant to everyone, whether, whether you know, and if, even if I'm putting information out for pharmacist diaries about wellness at work, I think that information can, there's a ripple effect to everyone. So it's relevant information for all. So definitely there's going to be a huge benefit. Uh, I, I hope for people if they can start taking this information so maybe everyone's got time to read and do as much research as we do because we love it and and just trying to put it into bite-sized you know digestible information and and you know and it is science-backed and I'll, I'll put the references when i when i post things i'm going to put all the references on my blog pages because i want it to be known that i'm not just here talking you know bs out of my backside this this is all evidence-based uh theories and, and these things work so absolutely we will definitely make sure that that is the case but yeah there's there's huge benefit and um even just talking about the things that we like we've done today about the things that have worked for us and it's not guarantee it's going to work for other people but um you know even extending as far as what we're doing with liliana and uh you know her nutritional needs and her physical activity you know these we, we talked about this other day having a, a physical activity you know theme to our to our weekends and things like that so these these are the things we can also start to to uh, share with people if we have successes, but also the failures and, and not just, you know, warts and all and saying, look, this is, we tried this and this didn't work and, and maybe we can try and break down why. There's a lot to learn from this situation, but I think in combination, Stay Whole and Pharmacist Diaries will be match made in heaven. Joining forces, getting married again. <laughs> it's like a second marriage. I know, it's quite exciting. I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm happy and you know, there's a lot that you can give to the pharmacy network, which really excites me. Even your recruitment background and all the sort of interview tips and yeah, we didn't even CV, talk about that, yeah, yeah, CV yeah. writing and all of that. I mean, you've you've oh, got gosh, a lot yeah. to share, and I, I hope the people are are going to listen in and and feel that, you know and reap the benefits. So yeah. happy days. Yeah, I, I hope so too. So um, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good to um, to uh, have a have some sort of the direction as well i think you know when we started this we didn't really know where you were taking it you didn't know where it was going you still don't know where it's going and, and even with this and i think uh for me it was just you know a way to talk to people uh, i haven't even spoken and we both haven't spoken about just the amazing people that we've met in such a short space of time just through some real simple networking and, and word of mouth i mean you know it, it's amazing that there are people out there that you know, like-minded they're doing these things they're uh, every, other people are doing it as passion projects because they're so passionate about it and we've both encountered those people and it's it's phenomenal and it's just not and again it's nice to know that there are others and uh, it's a growing and there's more and more people and there's plenty to share and it's not for me it's not about followers and numbers and statistics for me it's about getting the message out there so if i meet someone that's doing the same i'm going to help them and i want them to to, to be as successful as, as as possible if they're putting good information out there and if they you know know what they're talking about yeah definitely i mean as much as i used to hate social media and i did delete it from my phone as well because i just thought i was doing endless amounts of unnecessary scrolling now i have purpose now i have a reason to go on social media and it really does help you to grow as a person because there's some amazing people out there for me i mean i only mainly follow you know mostly pharmacists and I'm like connecting with people who are just doing such incredible things and they're just so passionate about their jobs and their life. And, you know, I wouldn't have found all this and I've actually missed three years of it, but I'm happy to be back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's it's nice to see that, you know, like you said, this ref for me, it's just refreshing to know there's, 
there are nice there's, there's good people out there and and uh, they're, they're they're helping you and, and and you're helping them and it's you know it's not about anything but but just getting that that good word and that that spreading that to positive message out there so yeah i totally agree it's been it's been great yeah so i guess it will start um well people might have already started to see it happening with uh the instagram accounts um if you haven't then i won't i won't spoil it you can go check it out there's 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 some synergy starting to happen there we might we're going to play around with it and see see what works but yeah we'll, we'll try and make it keep it keep it simple i think that's that's, that's definitely something i learned from you for, for when it comes to the, the social media side but yeah so there's that synergy starting to come but yeah we'll definitely get to the, the, the some of the blog posts will be out there and you'll be able to go onto the website and see the posts posts by anisha filter them uh, and read that the pharmacy related ones we'll probably even have a page for your um podcast to to host it so people can go and listen have all the show notes there we'll eventually get everything over to your own to your own website but for now we'll just you know we'll keep it simple not not ex- extend our workload or, or my workload when it comes to websites sharing is caring yes yeah you keep saying that yeah. <laughs> it's um, true it's true it is true so uh, yeah so you start to see that happening and uh, yeah it's, it's, it's good time so um, look out on, on both both our social medias uh, at farm diaries yeah for twitter for twitter and yeah at pharmacist diaries uk pharmacist diaries uk but instagram, instagram and facebook and facebook yep so farm diaries and obviously stay whole life on instagram and uh, on twitter for me and stay whole on facebook brilliant thank you very much for talking to me today i loved it and i'm really excited i probably can't probably won't be able to go to sleep now <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode please share it with others you can follow me on instagram and facebook at pharmacist diaries uk and on twitter at farm diaries uk that is p-h-a-r-m diaries uk subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you can be notified when a new episode is released finally please visit apple podcasts and leave me a review as it will help the podcast reach more people If you have any suggestions for guests you want me to talk to or if you'd like to come on yourself, please feel free to contact me via social media or email at info at pharmacistdiaries.com.